right. It looks like we're recording. Okay. Hey, everyone. Hi, guys. Um, so we're recording on a Thursday. Yeah. What's up with that, Ella? Well, we wanted to try um, releasing episodes on Sunday, kind of at the beginning of the week. So you kind of get the wrap up of everything that happened the week before on Sunday so that you can start the week fresh with your podcast and everything. Um, so we're going to get, we're going to give that a try and see if that works. And if it doesn't, we'll just go back to what we were doing before. Um, but if it does, and uh, if you guys are down with it, then awesome. I think, I think this is going to work. I've got a good feeling about this because I'm thinking about it now. It makes me think of like, you know, my having something to look forward to on Sunday, like for me, like that good HBO, like Sunday night show, like you yeah. have to look forward to, it's just like, I feel like this is going to be like the equivalent of that podcast wise. So I think this is yeah. going to be good. Yeah. That's what I'm kind of thinking myself. So I, I think it will be great. Yep. So how are you? How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How have you been? I am doing pretty good. I got my skateboard or my longboard. Nice. Um, so um, I did some practice riding on it yesterday and I'm probably going to do some today. Um, I'm learning to stand on it because I, I don't know how to skateboard or how to ride at all. So I'm learning from scratch. That's awesome. I think I actually used to own a skateboard when I was a kid because you remember that show Rocket Power? When we oh were my kids? God, yes. The, when I heard that news when you're getting a Lombard, like the more I thought about it, the more I was getting like rocket power vibes because I definitely used to own a skateboard that I never rode. <laughs> yeah. But it was like, I, it was everywhere. You had that. You had um, Tony Hawk Pro Skater on, um, I guess we had the Xbox. At, yeah, the Xbox. And uh, I played that all the time. So it was like, even though I never really took up skateboarding seriously, like it was all over our media growing up, I find. so It really was. And I always wanted to learn how to skateboard, but I never, there was just never really a good time to um, for the longest. And now seems like a great time because there's nothing really going on. And, yeah, I agree. You know. Yeah. Plus, like, it's a lot of exercise. It's very strenuous. Like, even just learning how to stand. Even just, like, gliding? Even just moving forward, like, got you using a lot of muscles. And I, I, like, yesterday I was on the board for maybe 40 minutes, and I came back dripping with sweat. Yeah, you definitely want to remember to stretch, because, like you said, it's a lot of exercise. It is. Just because I'm saying, like, if I were to get myself a skateboard, I would probably just, like, just hop on the thing and not really, like, stretch or do anything. It's actually funny, though, because it's making me think I actually, um, I, I think it was, like, um, two birthdays ago, I got a pair of rollerblades because I had gone to my local um, roller rink for the first nice. time since I was, like, a kid. Yeah, it was, you know, it's fun. I had a good time. It's like, oh, this is, like, exercise I can enjoy. They're in my basement right now with all, like, the, the padding and the helmet and everything. I've yet <laughs> to ride it, which is, you know typical of me but you know maybe i'll pick it up again it's always there if i wanted who knows you know yeah i take that a couple times so um you know it's it's there if i need it yeah and it's always good to have skates like i don't have a pair of skates anymore but i feel like it's good to have like skates or a bike or a skateboard or something like yeah some other mode of transportation uh or like 
getting yourself around. Um, so yeah, I look forward to reporting on that. I will say um, I have a bruise, but not because I fell skateboarding or longboarding, because I tripped over my uh, dishwasher like an idiot. Oh no. I'm so sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I'm okay, and it's not like the bruise didn't it it didn't break the skin. Um, it's just a little sore. That's still it's annoying fine. though. It's annoying, like especially because I would rather get a bruise from longboarding right now than like tripping over my dishwasher, which is infinitely less cool. Well, I mean, it's a little too late now, but you could have told our viewers, or you could have told your social media followers that oh i got this board like check out i went on the board and i got this cool bruise bro yeah i, oh, I well. could do that but oh, well. i i believe in being authentic so it's that's fine. that's probably better so you know good for you <laughs> yeah it's more relatable too because i feel like we've all been in that situation where it's like we we hurt ourselves in like such an embarrassing way but we want to play it off like like we, we did it while we were doing something cool so like yeah i get that i get it it's cool i dig it yeah and then i i like banged my toe really hard it's actually a little swollen right now so. oh no the, the little one yeah the little one the baby oh one. no that's the worst it was the worst i like I, that I and like hit, and hitting your elbow or like hitting your shin anything with like i don't know a lot of bone to it or something very tiny that's just like ugh. that's, that's yeah i i cursed quite loudly and quite hard uh, Which is supposed to help. I heard somewhere that cursing actually helps alleviate the pain. It it did a little bit. It still hurt, but I like, was this like, this is like actual like scientific knowledge, Rose. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it it's been kind of uh, a painful twenty four hours in terms of like accidentally hurting myself. But beyond that. Um, at least it hasn't been because of the skateboard or the longboard and um it's i'm just so excited about that at least yeah. so mm -hmm. but anyway who are we you're we, ella yeah i'm ella i'm Kristen. Kristen. yep yeah. <laughs> um and we are we want to make a podcast so the podcast where we try to make a podcast by talking about other podcasts and, and media some. yeah <laughs> and other media yeah <laughs> um so so yeah um let's get into it let's what have you been watching reading listening to who me yeah you <laughs> oh me yeah okay. you who else <laughs> um all right, I'll I'll go first. Um, or if you see. want me to go first, I can go first. Well, I kind of want you to go first. I didn't want to like say like oh me like because I feel like I've gone first for the last few episodes. But um, oh true. Know. Or true. we can alternate. We or I feel like I want we you to should. go first this time. Just I have a lot of good stuff to say, but like I want to keep it fair and like maybe we can alternate. Yeah, absolutely. All so right. I'll go then. Awesome. Um, so first off, I watch this documentary called have a nice trip it's on netflix um, that about that is about different actors and celebrities experiences tripping on psychedelics oh yeah i think i heard about that yeah it's it, it was so good it was so funny 
and you get to see interviews from like Anthony Bourdain, who, who has passed away, and mm-hmm. um, and Carrie Fisher, who of course is Princess Leia or General Leia, excuse or me, or Space Mom, Space Mom, absolutely. Um, which her part was just—it was just totally Carrie Fisher, and I loved it. And it was, yeah, she's it was great. The best part. Yeah, it's the best part. But it yeah. overall is a very funny documentary. It has some animation parts to it, of course. Cause oh, they, of course. Any yeah. Stop, any stop motion animation? Uh, I don't think there was stop motion. Oh, okay. Unfortunately. Um, yeah, I know. <laughs> but the animation that they do use is pretty cool. Um, I'm sure it is, yeah. Was it all, were they all tripping on the same stuff or like different things or what? Different things. So some some had tried mushrooms. Um, some had like done like LSD or um, uh, I think LSD and acid are the same thing actually. So right. so I, this is, this shows you how much I know about drugs. But right. and um, you you smoke weed. What about weed? Weed. <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. Well, they weed is not actually. Uh, I guess it's not a psychedelic, is it? It's not a psychedelic. Or, or much of a hallucinogen. Gotcha. So it doesn't really count in terms of this film, but I'm sure everybody that was part of the film has smoked weed and like, I mean, Sarah Silverman was part of it. I know she's been, um, like she smoked weed. I think she still smokes weed. Wait, what? Maybe. Sarah Silverman? (laughs) No, I was just like, what? She smokes weed? Like, (laughs) right. Right. right nothing surprises me anymore like nothing nothing's real yeah nothing's real everything's an illusion yep um that should be the show motto but um <laughs> anyhow uh yeah it was it was a really nice just sit down and chillax doc if if i um if i thought about it or if i had the means maybe i would have gotten something psychedelic to watch the film but right um you know i didn't think about it that hard and i just ended up watching it so it is what it is yep um and it was pretty good very good oh and nick offerman is in it briefly so did was he about doing, that was he partaking in any substances or just was this he there? was not partaking he was just kind of there as like this um scientific dude like that was his role yeah i'm making myself laugh just because i'm trying to imagine ron swanson on any form of drug or psychedelic or otherwise right i mean i'm definitely i'm definitely sure nick offerman has been on psychedelic drugs at some point i don't know about ron swanson but i I couldn't say right nick offerman definitely right (laughs) um and then uh, I wanted to mention the show The Order, even though I have a love-hate, mostly hate relationship with it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also available on Netflix. And okay. it's, it's definitely not meant for people my age. It's definitely, like, maybe an older teen, young adult show. I'm Googling, it. I'm Googling it right now, and the first thing that comes up on the IMDb page, it says it's aimed primarily at young adults. Which yeah, we're kind of slowly aging out of. Unfortunately, we're definitely aging out of. Um, <laughs> I mean, I will forever consider myself a young adult until I, I guess, until I turn forty, maybe. Or get but, your first gray hair, or like, 
For oh, I already have gray hairs. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Don't tell me that. We're about to turn 30. Don't tell me that. Oh. <laughs> Don't. I'm sorry. I mean, I, I, already... girl, I thought I thought you already had your first grade. Like I had mine. I got mine already. Um, oh my god, what I'm past it. What are you doing to me? Oh, oh my goodness! <laughs> You're freaking me out. I I get freaked out by premature balding in men. Like, let alone gray hairs. I mean, whatever. I don't know. I I think you'll be fine, Kristen. Even I... when you get your grays, I bet it'll look beautiful on you. Okay. Yeah. I actually was about to say I. My plan is to to gray naturally and just kind of age naturally and hopefully gracefully. So that's the plan. Yeah, just you know, go yep. with it and grow with it. Mm-hmm. Really, sounds good. So, but anyway, back to the order. Um, it's I got really frustrated with the first season with how it ended, and that's why I kind of hate it. Just okay. because. Something happens, without spoiling it, something happens, and a bunch of characters basically decide to do something shitty that they really did not have to do. Oh, no. And it's like, why? Why would you do that? You just caused beef for no reason. Oh, that's the for worst. For no reason. So it was just super frustrating. Um, and the show is, of course, like, cis white guy cis white girl falling in love like or like you know liking each other Um, white people yeah this season it's more like cis white guy (laughs) who lost his memory and like but then gets it back and hates the cis white girl and she's just trying to get him to like not hate her as much but it's still like two white leads wrapped in their own bullshit and there's like there are a couple of characters of color but they're I think only in season two is there like one regular black character okay and I still don't know what happens to that character like I don't know if that character right. survives so right. you know yeah it's it definitely has its issues it's definitely aimed at a younger audience so like there's stupid love drama and like drama bullshit anyway that happens but it's a show that I started watching and I I, until it like completely turns me off entirely I'm gonna keep watching it just to see where it goes yep we all have that one show that we keep watching despite our better judgment yeah and I guess the order is that show for me that's fine um so, oh, I um, I'm still watching Steven Universe, but I'm like halfway through season five, so I'm. Oh wow, you're really getting to the end of it now. Ooh. I'm really getting to the end of it, um, and I I'm basically like Lars. Well, um, without spoiling too much, like where I am is Lars is still in space, right? Um, uh, Steven is not in space anymore, but the uh, diamonds are like the last episode I watched. Like the diamonds landed on Earth and like activated the crystals. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Or the, the um, what's it called? The uh, cluster. The cluster, and, right? Um. So yeah, that was that was really fascinating to see. Um, I'm very curious to see what happens next. 
I can't wait to get to the end and we could talk about like the last episode, especially just because like it's so funny because at the time that it had aired, like I don't think people knew that that was going to be like the series finale. I'd heard like a lot of, I guess, literature about just saying how like um like this would have been like a fitting end for this series, and it turned out that it was. But I mean, excluding the um the Steven Universe future epilogue miniseries, you know, right? But yeah, yeah. So um. Beyond that, I also, speaking of cartoons, I started Adventure Time. Um, yeah, because I, I've watched a lot of Adventure Time, but I haven't seen it all the way from beginning to end. Yeah, me neither. That's been on my bucket list forever to finish it all the way through. Yeah, so I'm on season one right now because I just started like yesterday or whenever it was. So Are you watching it on Hulu or HBO Max? Uh, Hulu. I think I'm going to end up watching it on HBO Max for me just because they have all that Cartoon Network um content so I'll probably yeah yeah I might end up watching it on HBO Max because um what happened with Hulu is that Hulu only had like uh, at least with Steven Universe um Hulu only had seasons like four seasons of yeah. Steven Universe mm-hmm. so I ha- ended up having to go to HBO Max anyway to watch the rest of it so I might just watch it on HBO Max. I, yeah, that's I just think that would be easier, just in my opinion. But yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. And, yeah, the episodes are only like eleven minutes long, so you it's it's what I like to call a potato chip show. I feel like you could like w- pop out a few, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Time. Yeah, so that's great. I'm excited. I'll I'll see if I can hop on that train with you at some point in the future. Yeah, sounds great. Okay, cool. And then I got into this really interesting show um it's a vampire show um (gasps) called (gasps) n-o-s-4-a-2 started you heard of it yes oh my god you started (laughs) i started i started episode one i'm on uh, i I will start episode two i'm very fascinated with it Ella, you have no idea what's going on on my end right now. Like you were just, you were talking about vampire show. You were building me up, and I thought I was, I was building you up. I thought you were going to pronounce because it's, it's technically pronounced Nosferatu, but then like right. I, I wasn't sure we were going to go with it for a second, and then it just kind of clicked to me, and I'm just like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, I was I was going for a nice little build up there. Oh, congratulations! You were very yeah. successful. <laughs> I'm smiling so wide right now. Like, oh my. Yay. God. <laughs> Hey, isn't it great? Oh my god. It's it's pretty great. I isn't it so interesting? um ah! it's it's really interesting and I like that it the um the girl that um I forgot her name but she has the scrabble tiles. Oh yeah, she, Maggie. I've, I've, yes, I've seen her in like she was in another Hulu sh- movie. It was in oh, a really? Hulu movie that was really good. Um oh, yeah? and it, it kind of like struck down purity culture. I think it was called Pure. Oh, okay, cool. Or something like that. It was actually really good. That um, sounds good. And um, I don't know if you knew this, but um, apparently she also has a YouTube channel, which was like what she was doing before she got on the show. Yeah, I, I was about to say. She, she, I, I thought that she looked like the girl that does the YouTube channel, and then I realized she is the girl that does the YouTube uh, videos with the makeup. Yeah, I checked them out a little bit. They're they're pretty funny. She's very funny. Yeah, she is. She's pretty, She's pretty cool. Yeah. So that's you know that's exciting to see somebody that like started out small make it big. Yeah, I'm always like excited that. to see someone like that 
you know, get bigger roles and start to make it in the industry, you know? Yeah. Um, and, like, for me, it always gives me hope seeing that because, like, I kind of want to make it in the in- industry in some yeah. shape or form. So, like, it gives me hope that if other people are getting in through different means that I can. Right. Yeah, you know? Absolutely. But, but yeah, the show, um, I mean, Kristen already kind of described it. I won't get too much into it, but it's it's really interesting how they've played with the vampire mythology here. Um, I don't know what's going on with the kids. I, I mean, I've only watched the one episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the fact that, like, over that one episode, you basically watch this kid go from, like, a normal scared kid to an undead, I'm assuming, vampire child. Right. And that's um, what I, I think I mentioned when I first talked about the show that, you know, there's a nice little air of mystery where, like, they don't completely explain, like, how it happens. You just kind of know that it has to do with the car. Yeah. yeah you're like, all of a sudden, you're like, wait a minute. He looks different than he looked before. And right. he, he looks, he doesn't look as human. And then you notice the vampire guy who's yep. uh, played by Zachary Quinto starts to look younger and right. younger. Um, which they also, I've seen that done in vampire mythology. It works very well. Yeah, yeah. Um, before, so mm-hmm. um, it, it, they did a good job with that in the show. Um, I'm curious about the, the girl with the bike. I forgot her name. Vic McQueen. Vic McQueen. Um, I'm curious to see how she and Maggie are going to meet up and like team up, if that happens. I'm assuming it will. I mean, I could tell you right now. I don't know if you want I mean, me to, but... You don't have to, because I, I'm pretty sure it will happen. Right. But, um, I, and I'll, I'll wait to find out. It's fine. But, yeah. um, yeah. And also, I don't want to ruin it for our listeners, but... Right. Um, yeah, it's just, it's, it's a really good show. Um, it's a different take on vampires, which we all could use. Yeah, and it's funny, um, too, because um, Charlie Manx, who Zachary Quinto plays, he's not really the traditional straight-up blood-sucking vampire. I think they imply more that he's more like an energy vampire or, like, a soul-sucking kind of vampire, you know? Which is interesting, because we don't really get to see that not very really. often. No. Although, um, oh my god, while we're talking about this, I feel like I have to mention this um, before we move on. Um, yeah. So, I don't know if... It's funny. Uh, have you ever heard of, there's a show from my youth called um, Buzz Lightyear Star Command. Have you ever heard of it? I've heard of it. I don't think I've watched it, though. Oh, my God. Ella, I watched this all the time when I was a kid. And they had a character on that show, a energy vampire called Nosfor-A2. So that started the trend. That's actually the first thing I thought when I heard about this show and, the, and this book. Which, like, oh, they just, it would, most people probably think it's, like, so original, but, like, you know, Buzz Lightyear Star Command did it first. So I, just, I, I felt it was my imperative to mention that as someone who grew up with that series. Like, it just, it has to be said. It, people, the people have to know, Ella. They have to know. Yeah, they have to know. They do. They have to know. Oh, my God. And I would also, like, oh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. He, and he was, like, my favorite villain on that show, too. It's actually funny. He was voiced by Craig Ferguson. Oh. They actually the had Scott? quite a... Yeah, the Scot, but he doesn't have a Scottish accent on that show. It's like, yeah, you know, he's like a Transylvania vampire, but just like a robot. And it was awesome. I should post content yeah. on our Facebook page because the people need to know. 
Oh my god, I was now. I was obsessed. Like you don't even know Ella, the depths of the I, obsession. I don't, I don't even oh know. Oh my god, the people need to know. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I've been holding that in for a while now, so I'm glad we could hash this out. Okay, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> um so yeah, I from there I finished Doctor Sleep. The audiobook, so, right? The audiobook, yes. Nice. Um I I think it was a fantastic follow-up to The Shining. Like, a really solid... Because you know how a lot of the times when, when, when a sequel comes years later from the yeah. original, uh, or from, from the first part, it's not always a good follow-up, and it's not always a solid, and you're like, okay, you're clearly doing this to make more money, or like, right. you know, your heart isn't in it. But like, you can tell that Stephen King's heart was in Doctor Sleep. Oh yeah, for sure. Like you can tell, like he's he really thought about it, and I feel like you get the sense that like, he wouldn't have written about it if, like, you know, he didn't care or like put actual serious thought into it. Because I heard like someone had asked him at like a convention, like, "What happened to Danny?" And that's basically was that was the the seed of the idea. Yeah, he talks about it at the end of the audiobook. They actually right. had a, like recorded message from him which is really cool very cool yeah i do want to take this time to uh shout out my neighbor who um works with uh with stephen king's son i uh, joking right ah yeah he he wrote or or um she doesn't like work with him like every day or you know she knows him like she's his best friend but she's like worked on i think she's worked on like um something with him okay or like i i'm getting the details fuzzy but she's my neighbor hi neighbor lady (laughs) um you and your family are awesome you and your dog are awesome like thank you for always chatting with me you're awesome (laughs) Um, but yeah, she, I just remembered that, um, we were talking about it and, and, um, she, she mentioned that tidbit, so. Very cool. That's a good, um, tie-in too, because Joe Hill, as most of you probably know, wrote the original Nosferatu book that the series is based on, and he happens to be the son of Stephen King, who wrote Dr. Sleep. Yep. Very cool. So, you did you see the movie yet, or are you going to get to that? I'm going to watch the movie as soon as I can. Ooh, yeah, I think um, it premiered on HBO recently, so it, I imagine it would be on HBO Max right now, so now would be oh, a good, good time. So, yeah, good. now would be a good time, and we definitely need to dish, because yeah, that's, that's a good one. I, I can't wait. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited for you. Yeah. So, um, that's it in terms of, like, non-podcast business for me so let's get back to podcast business yeah let's <laughs> uh get into the podcast so do you want me to should i go into my podcast or do you want to go into what you've been watching you know what let's let's do it like that today let's um let's both do um you just did um non-podcast media i could do my non-podcast media and then i guess um go swing it back to you and then back we can try like that i'm i'm down for it yeah sounds good okay i think i can work with that um 
it might spill my what I'm talking about now might spill over into my podcast stuff just because I had told you before we started recording that I had a theme I wanted to to get into right. today, but I'm I'm mostly gonna save that for maybe the end of my talk. But um, I don't know. We'll we'll go through my notes and I'll I'll see where I end up. All right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um. Let's see. Okay. So for my big um non-podcast media in terms of TV, the number one thing I have to talk about is um my big thing I was watching on Netflix was um they have a new Babysitters Club series. Did you hear about that? Yes, I've seen that. I haven't watched it. I've seen that it's on there. Right. Did you ever um, read the books or <laughs> anything like that? I, I think I read like two or three. I never was really like caught up in it, but I, I was interested. It, does that make sense? No, yeah, I totally hear that. I actually never read the original series. I was more, there was a, there was a ton of like, like spinoffs and like bonus like novels and stuff, but um. I read more. There was a spinoff, um, Babysitter's Little Sister, which focused on um, one of their sisters, and she was like a little sister, and so like I read more about that. And so I read more of those, but um, I had also seen um, there was a movie in um, 1995 about the Babysitter's Club, so everything I kind of knew about the original series going into the series, I had mostly been able to gauge from this movie, which is pretty good. Yeah, that's a, okay. That's a, that's a very fun 90s era movie. If you can check it, I recommend it. All right. It's a good yeah, time. I it's could, a good... I, I could go for some 90s nostalgia right yeah, about it's, now. It's kind of like in the vein of like Matilda or like um, or like Harry the Spy or like, you know, like that kind of like fun 90s era kids. Yeah. No, it, it's, a, it's a good time. I, I recommend it. But um, I got to say, though, I was really like blown away by this show. This show is awesome. I got like nothing but praise for it and it's like all the reviews were glowing and all this other kind of stuff it was really crazy cool um it's just so funny even like the first episode it's kind of funny like you know you're old when it's just like you want the episode to kind of slow down like it it was a little fast paced for me at first just because and like it was making me laugh and it was just like all this other stuff and it was just like okay it was a little fast paced for me but I'm not as young as I used to be you know turning 30 but you know (laughs) right but, um, oh my god, I got a ton of good stuff to say about this show. It's just, it's so good. Oh my god. Like, you can tell, like, first of all, I just want to say that um, the showrunner and a lot of the writers and directors are women. So that's always a big plus in my book. Hey, yeah. You know, gotta support um, female-directed content, always. And it really shows in the writing, too. Like, even in that first episode, like, it's, it's funny, because, like, when I saw the trailer for it, I wasn't sure if it was going to be any good. Like, it looked like a Disney Channel show, like... Not like our era Disney Channel, but like current Disney Channel with like kid models and all that. You know what I mean? Right, right. But even from like the first episode, it's just like, it was a lot more kind of, I guess, it didn't feel like sugar coated or like watered down as you would think. Like, it was so cool because it was like, um, they have all these casual mentions of like breastfeeding and like menstruation. And I'm like, whoa, really? This is awesome. Okay, I wasn't expecting them to like, I don't know, be realistic or like I kind of feel like it's a little sad but like if like some families would see it and consider that edgy in air quotes but like I thought it was great you know because it's all this like real world real world kind of stuff going on and they tackle a lot of different different kinds of issues and ooh, I'll, I'll get into that real quick um so they have um it's actually funny too because I actually just wrote a post about it on our Facebook page that's my wreck of the week so I go actually into a lot more detail about that. So if there's anything I miss or forget to talk about, you can just read it on the 
on our Facebook page, and it has everything I want to say about it. But um, I'm going to see how much I can cover. But um, it's funny. It's um, it's very diverse. It's funny because in the original um book series, I think um the only people of color were um Claudia, who's Japanese American, and um they have a member called Jesse, who's black. But um, it's kind of cool because um with this this incarnation um. Two of the characters, um, Don and Mary Ann, were originally white in the source material, but um, Don's played by a black actress, and um, they got Don, who was originally like a blonde, like California flower child kind of character. They got um, a Latinx actress to play that part. Oh. And it's funny, I was writing the review for it on the post today, and I noticed that, um, I think for the first time ever, this was the first time that you had non-white like, kids outnumber the white kids in a friend group. Like that was like that's unheard of. That was unheard of to yeah. me. Yeah, you know oh what I mean. So yeah, had, I totally do. Like Japanese American, black, and Latinx. So it's just like, and then the two white kids, and just like, wow, that's like, that's like unprecedented. Like you never see that, and they like, they don't feel tokenized at all, which is great. The characters are still the same as like the original blueprints, but it's just like, oh, they just happen to be played by, you know, actresses of color, which is obviously fantastic. So you yeah, know, good on them, and um. Let's see. Oh my gosh, it was so funny just because I was actually learning new words watching this show. Like, I was not expecting that. It was, it kind of blew my mind, actually. Like, I learned, have you ever heard of Normcore? Normcore? Normcore. I, th- I think so, maybe. I had not heard of it before watching this show. I'm just like, oh my goodness, the, the, the youths are out of the mouths of babes, you know? It was just like, I was learning new words from this show. It was crazy. I also learned to use um, Comport. Um, Swanye and um, Omakase, because um, one of their moms is getting married and they're having like a sushi bar, so that was something that came up. I just thought that was very funny that like, oh, okay, I'm actually learning new words from this kid show. That's, I mean, hey, awesome. Obviously, yeah, for sure. And uh, there's one aspect I think you're going to love in particular. Um, they have, because you know how like in like these like kid shows, like you have like a witch or like a scary woman who's like older and like unpleasant or whatever yeah and this show they totally flip that on its head because they actually like normalize it and they actually like present it as like a group of like spiritual women it's like it's just like um it's like a practice it's like their community they all get together and they're witches and it's totally normal and awesome you know it's just like women in the neighborhood awesome that's really progressive oh yeah this show is nothing if not progressive and then they had an episode where they actually featured a transgender child played by an actual transgender child i thought that was super cool wow and they handle that really well like you would think like most shows would just kind of like triple over themselves with that but they handled that one really well yeah i mean it that's the thing it shouldn't be something to triple over like it is and it shows this show shows how easy it can be to talk about these kinds of things and it's funny too because when i read the books as a kid that's how i learned about divorce because every (laughs) No, seriously, but like in every no, book, I, yeah, I'm not no, no, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. But it's just um, it's funny because at the top of every book, um, she would talk, "Hey, my name is Karen, and like my parents are divorced." And she would actually talk about, "Oh, you know, like on you know every other week, I'm with my mom. Every other weekend, I'm with my dad, and I have all these step siblings." And you know, it was like just a, just another thing. And they have all these different types of families. You've got like you know traditional families. You've got um like divorced families and single single parents and lots of generations living under a roof and all this kind of stuff and um you know there's just all different types of families and like you know they're all cool there's like no normal family they're all they're all super cool yeah yeah 
and it's so cool just because like i'm sure some people would see it as like, like too left or too liberal or whatever but like it presents it as like so normal and it's just like you know good on them you know they did a really fantastic job with this you know the source material and all that and they actually updated in such a way where like it's still like just as much fun and has the spirit of the original but like it still feels like modern and i feel like you know kids that can still enjoy it. it's actually funny too because my next door neighbor said that she watched it with her kids and so so funny just because the kids she was watching it with are um oh my goodness um they're young too like they're not even like pre-teens yet they're like under 10 so i'm i just I was, it just made me laugh just because it's just like you know like because i mentioned like they talk about like they mentioned things like breastfeeding and like menstruation and all this like preteen girl stuff and i'm like you weren't uncomfortable with that but i mean i mean they're pretty cool like that so you know i thought it was cool that they were you know watching it with them and i'm like you should make her read the books like they're great so awesome so yeah i really hope the show gets the second season like it's fantastic yeah i mean it sounds like it will get one i, mean, I hope so but as i wrote in my review we're also you would think it would be a short thing but keep in mind we're also living in a world where they renew space force and cancel chilling adventures of sabrina so i know you know, I know. So there's no guarantees. I mean, I hope they do. I think they will, but, you know, fingers crossed on that. But, um, but yeah, that's my big TV one. Um, let's see. In terms of movies, um, it's actually funny. My family and I, we saw a great movie this past, this past week. It's called Straight Up. It's on Netflix. Mm. That's a super interesting premise just because um, it's about a guy um, who has gone through his life proclaiming that he's gay and that he's been in relationships with men but he hasn't been comfortable having sex with men but um he meets some he meets this girl and um they hit it off because they can talk and they have good conversations and stuff but um he wonders like is it possible to have like a relationship with a girl that's not focused on sex you know Mm -hmm. and it's that one is super interesting just because it's like you know, it's like a non-traditional kind of heteronormative, like, like romance kind of thing that they, they tackle. And um, I don't know. I have some thoughts about the ending a little bit. But um, other than that, I just like, it's, it's like, who is this guy who like who directed? And apparently he also, I guess, wrote and starred in it. He's the male lead. But like, I was very, very, very surprised by how, how much I like this movie. It's funny because it's, the di- it's very dialogue heavy. It's very kind of fast-paced dialogue. And I'm, I would be shocked if the guy wasn't inspired by Gilmore Girls because it's, it's funny, the main girl character's name is Rory. <laughs> like from that show. And I'm sure that was deliberate. Yeah, yeah. That'd, be, that'd be cool if it was. I'm sure it was. But it's just like, he's like an up and coming, you know, talent. I hope he does more movies or we get to see him in more stuff. Because, I mean, this is, it's like one of those movies where it's just like, you just kind of stumble across it and then you watch it and then you're kind of, surprised by how much you end up loving it or like getting personally attached to it that was kind of my feeling with this movie so that's always a fun cool. thing. Yeah. Um, yeah let's see oh i got around to um i'm kind of moving on to docs right now for um documentaries um i got around yeah. i start i started watching disclosure which i think you talked about last time disclosure, disclosure. did i talk about that on netflix i think about um about the trans community in hollywood Oh, I might have mentioned that, but I haven't actually watched it. <laughs> oh, I thought you mentioned it that you had seen it. I actually started watching it. Like, I'm about about halfway through, but I, it's very good. I'm very impressed by it. Oh. Yeah, you know, I started to watch it. Um, like, I watched the trailer, and my mom was looking for a documentary to watch. 
And I wanted to watch it, but she was, like, not feeling it. And, like, my, my parents are not always, like, I mean, they're, they're older, religious, Jamaican. Well, my mom's Jamaican. My dad's American. Okay. Um, like, but they're older, kind of religious, traditionalists. So I don't know if they were ready to hear or watch a documentary about trans people but you know one day i'll get them there maybe yeah because it's very educational i feel like people who don't know trans people are not familiar with that community should watch it because i feel like even like halfway through i feel like they they really cover a lot of ground and it's very it's very comprehensive it was very impressive yeah i don't know maybe i can get maybe i can watch it and my mom will like want to join me or like be interested in it uh we'll see I think I might be able to, to suggest a good um, maybe gateway drug to that. There's a great um, documentary series on Apple TV called Visible. Oh. I don't know if you ever got around to it, but um, I saw it a while back where it's like four episodes. And that's more about the LGBTQ community as a whole. So it's like kind of the umbrella gay, you know, of the umbrella of gay. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so they go like, yeah, we have like, like the representation and like, all that kind of stuff. So that might be kind of a good entryway into into disclosure if you were looking to get into there. Yeah, that sounds great. Yeah, so I would recommend both. Those are pretty good. Um, uh, I think I'm actually good. Um, I've covered everything I want to cover non-podcast-wise. I think I'm going to save the themed thing for when I talk about the podcast because it all kind of ties together. So I think I'm good. I can hand off to you if you're ready. I am ready. Excellent. All right, so um, my favorite murder this week, or last week's episode was the tide pools of your life, and they covered the Grim Sleeper, um, who was this, like, really awful serial killer. I actually, um, I meant to do some quick research into him, because I can't quite remember the case, but um, he like killed I think 80 women or like some crazy number of women and um he is he's the the interesting thing is he's a black serial killer so like most yeah most serial killers are are at least the ones that are reported about and get like the documentaries made about angry ugly white guys yeah angry ugly white guys mainly (laughs) Yep. So, um, so for it to not be a white guy this time was very fascinating. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, he was he was very it was it was a very messed up case. Um, but they they covered it very well. Um, I they're doing something a little different now, where they're doing like one case per episode, and like, but then they like talked about it on today's episode and they were like we're not gonna do that anymore so like I guess I guess it's just like last week and this week's episode that they're doing it so okay yeah I don't know they were they were like trying something new and then I guess they decided it didn't work so you know it happens you know we're we're a podcast we're a podcast we totally get it yep um now in this episode um did they how did he did he put them to sleep i guess is what i'm getting at um he mainly um 
how did he kill them? He was, um, I, you know, I don't remember why he was called the Grim Sleeper, but, um, oh, he earned his nickname when he appeared to have taken a 14-year break from his crimes from 1988 to 2002. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. I mean, not okay, but like, okay. Like, I guess. No, no, I totally <laughs> understood. I totally got you. I've been sitting totally on that joke for the while. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So Just put that in somewhere, but yeah. Yeah. Um but so that I mean it was it was you should listen to their episode um if you want to learn more about the Grim Sleeper and like spe- the specifics of his crimes and, and the people that survived the the one girl that like survived him. Um oh, all right. survived being attacked by him. Um because that's what I think that's what the episode focuses on, if I remember correctly. Okay. Um, which is, yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, yeah. not, I mean, it's cool to focus on the survivor, um, but, you know, it obviously sucks what happened to them. Right. Can I just mention something real quick? It's funny because um, yesterday, sure. yesterday was my dad's birthday. Uh, happy birthday, Dad. Uh, <laughs> happy birthday, Mr. B. And that's funny because I only mentioned just because um, we were having a conversation. It was after cake. It was during cake. And um, it's funny. I don't know how this came up, but we ended up talking about the son of Sam, you know, like you do. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because my sister hadn't really, like, she had heard about it, but she didn't, like, know the details that he would, like, go up to people, like, in their cars and shoot them, like, through the window, yeah. I guess. Or, yeah. And we ended up watching this, like, documentary on YouTube about it for, like, 15 minutes or so it's just like how did we get to this point it's just like i don't know it was just one of those things where it's just like i don't know we were just, we just, that, we had, it's so funny that night too like we were talking about like all this kind of, we talked about like 9 11 we talked about like i guess it was like down memory lane i guess but like i don't know my mom talked about something like going on i guess because because you know like she and him were alive during that time so like Right. We were young, but like, you're talking about like a memory that was like, I guess it was like related because it, like, it took place that summer and then like, oh yeah, like Son of Sam. And my sister was like, what? What's that? And it's just like, oh yeah, like he like stalked like women with like long brown hair and like shot them in their cars. And it's like, what? Like, really? That was yeah. my sister's reaction. It's like, what? Like, really? Just like, and it's just like, I don't know, it just became like a whole thing. I just wanted to just throw that out there. But yeah. Yeah, that's, that's cool. You know, um, family bonding was- time. Yeah, actually, that's, I was going to say, that's how you get into true crime, like, you talk about it with your family, and you realize, like, oh, your family has stories from, A, either being alive during a time when something was happening, or their personal experiences. I mean, I would even say, like, if if your dad uh, has more of a story, like, you you should submit it to my um and tell them your home your dad's hometown like his hometown murder technically but um i don't know i don't know if it's enough of a story because like he doesn't your dad didn't like have a connection or like have a close call with no nothing like that they never like met him personally or anything like that or um right if they they did then that's a very deep secret a deep deep secret i mean right Oh, right. Right. 
I mean, you never know. Sometimes those deathbed confessions. I mean, you um, know me. I never want to assume, but, you know. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, anyhow, um, the next episode that, um, from My Favorite Murder this episode, uh, which I actually listened to a little bit before we recorded, called Small Bigfoot. Small Bigfoot? Which, what, which podcast is this again? This is My Favorite Murder. Oh, okay, gotcha. Still, yeah. And um, they covered the murder of Michael ja- Jordan's father. Sorry, I almost said Michael Jackson. I mean Michael Jordan. Like the basketball player? Yeah, the basketball player. His father was murdered. Wait, what? Yeah, I didn't know this either, and I was a huge Jordan fan. Like, his father was murdered. I mean, that's kind of blowing my, my space jam-loving brain right now, you know? I know. It, listen, it, you got to listen to this episode, Kristen. Like, I might have to, yeah. Yeah, so Small Bigfoot, the whole it's the murder of Michael Jackson's father... Um, I think his name was James Jackson. Uh, I mean, Jordan? James Jordan, excuse me. Um, James Jordan. So um, it was really fascinating because it goes into like some of the stuff uh, with Michael's life and like stuff with the 90s. It, it was just. How old was he when this happened? He was like, I think they said he was like 30 maybe wow really oh my god he was really young like, like or fairly young or like he was like probably in the nba or whatever when or right he was, or? he was playing he was playing basketball like he actually the first time he quit he or like decided to retire was right after his father died because he didn't want his father his father had watched all his games and he didn't he couldn't imagine playing a game without his father Oh which is like God. so heartbreaking. I'm so, also kind of just to go back to my dad for a second a little bit. Um, <laughs> not that he had anything to do with this, but like I just thinking because um, for his birthday he's a big history buff. So instead of writing him a traditional birthday card, I ended up writing a list of like um, like big like historical events that happened on the day he was born, as well as like interesting like births and deaths and stuff. And um, one of the interesting deaths that I found out took place on the same day as him was Gianni Versace. I don't know. Uh, I, I got. Uh, I got. A, I got like a big kick yo, out of it. So, yeah. That just made me think of that for whatever uh, reason. So yeah. Uh, You're coming in and out. Uh, El, you're coming in and out. Hello. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Okay, good. Okay, good. okay. Um, sorry about that. That's okay. Um, so what I was saying is uh, Gianni Versace's murder was crazy, like that whole situation. I need to watch that show. The, you know the yes. one. Yes. Oh, my God. That's do. been on my to watch list for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, absolutely must see. I'll probably have to listen to that episode, too. I was actually just thinking, we have a 10th episode coming up. Like, we're about to reach double digits, so we might have to do maybe do something special for that one. We definitely do. I was thinking maybe we could do, like, a pod swap where, you know, we, we talked about it, I think, before, where it's just, like, you meant, listen to one of mine, I listen to one of yours, so. Yeah. I'll have to listen that to that episode, because cool. that's kind of blowing my mind a little bit to hear about this. Yeah. 
that's a good idea. Okay. Um, we should definitely take that for the 10th episode. Yeah, we can, um, we can we talk about it later, but I just wanted to mention it. Yeah. So, it, I mean, the episode blew my mind as well. Like, I did not know what to make of it, really. I still am, like, processing it. <laughs> it's kind of on the same level to kind of bring up current events of um, the recent unfortunateness with um, Naya Rivera. You know? It is. I was thinking about her. That, oh. that was crazy the way that played out. That was so sad. Yeah. Oh, my heart. My poor heart. I wasn't, I wasn't even, I'm not even a Glee fan. But I didn't even was, like her. I always hated her character on the show. I never liked Santana. But like, but like something kind of bummed me out. Oh, yeah, because it's a human life that, that yeah. is lost. And, and, and like, a child that has lost their mom. Yeah, like, know? under these circumstances, too. Like, it's crazy. Yeah, so, um, R.I.P. Naya Rivera. Yeah, sure. we'll pour one out for you. Yeah. Um, yeah, but, um, but, yeah. Moving on. Um, so, I'm going in a slightly different order this week just because I wanted to do something different. And Wait, you're going in order? I I was going in a different sort of order. Um, <laughs> I was I was kind of being facetious because like I kind of noticed that like I know you talk about the same ones, but like I'm just thinking now like oh yeah you usually do talk about them in like the same order, which you know is is cool and you know it's also good to mix things up. I was just like I don't know. I was I'm always trying to do a thing like you know you never know you, what I'm you gonna were, do. You were playing with me. I got it. I you know. You gotta do it sometimes. Yeah, I I get it. I get you it. you get it. So, you get it on me. I get it on you sometimes. You know, it's it's all good. Yeah, totally get it. Yeah. So um, I'm gonna go to sips arrive repeat. Okay. Um, that they this week they covered the story of and I'm gonna butcher the last name Alicia Kozakiewicz something like that. K-O-Z-A-K-I-E-W-I-C-Z. So, okay. however the hell you pronounce that in Polish. I know it's a Polish name. Right. Just, and whoever you are, you know who you are. So Yeah. Um, who? This was a really, like, particularly sad story, even though she survives. Um, because it was one of the first victims of online child abductions in the early thousands oh my god um so alicia excuse me alicia was um talking basically in what you find out in uh, this episode she was talking to somebody online who ended up being a grown man pretending to be a 14 year old boy oh my god the original catfish the original catfish the og oh my god okay DOG and um, basically she gets tricked she gets taken and um, this person holds her hostage for four days and like abuses her and films the abuse for other people other pedophiles basically to watch like on a Um, webcam or like on a a webcam yeesh yeah, and the only reason that they ended up getting caught was because they were an idiot and the FBI traced them. And some guy that was watching the stream felt bad, but not because, you know, an innocent child was being abused. Oh, no. Because he, he felt bad because, uh, maybe I could go to jail for this, so this I, I guess I got to report this. 
Well, at least he did so, it in good faith, you know. Sort of. I mean, I mean, <laughs> not really. He, he did it. He did it so that he like wouldn't get in trouble for watching a child be raped. But you know, right? Yeah. No, yeah. So it's, it's not. It's not really honorable. Like you that, didn't do it for honorable reasons. Yeah. No, that's never an ideal situation. No. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, I mean, the SIP survivor P gals, uh, Jenny and Danelle, and uh, Kenny, he's not a gal, but he is there. Okay. Um, <laughs> they, they cover the story, I forgot who covered this one particularly, but um, I think it was Jenny, actually. Uh, they cover the story with sensitivity, and um, they do a better job breaking it down than I do, and... Um, the good thing is Alicia survived. She was rescued. She was reunited with her family. And she goes on to, like, I think she she helps, like, fund a law or, like, create an organization or something that helps kids be safe online. Something like that. Okay. Basically. So, um, she goes on to do a lot of good, good things. So well, that's, that's good. Yeah. I mean, if any good can come out of it, then, you know, that's good, I guess. Yeah, that's that's it. Yeah. Um, so, moving on. Um, Fresh Hell. They, um, Joanna is sounding better, but of course, like, she's still dealing with the death of her father. Um, so. Right. And um, on the last show you mentioned, Sip Survivor P, was, um, was she the one who got the puppy? Mm-hmm. That was on um that was on Fresh Help. Oh, okay. And okay. I wanted to correct that the puppy's name is Opus and the puppy is a black lab, I believe. It's a black dog. Mm-hmm. But um But wait, why should the color I... of the fur matter? <laughs> the fur the color of the fur doesn't matter, but Oh um, my god. <laughs> they made a joke about this on SNL once where it was just like why like they're talking about like it was like a weekend update thing. They were talking about like polar bears or like black bears, like why should the color of their fur matter? And for whatever reason that just popped into my head. I have the cute brain sometimes. <laughs> no, that's great. I, no, I yeah. went along with it. I, I know, and that's it. what makes us a good team. Like we keep it fresh. Yeah. Love it. So um Speaking of fresh, fresh hell. <laughs> yes. Um, so they covered the murder. Last week, they covered the murder of Mary Margaret uh, Andrews, also known as Peggy Andrews. Um, it's an unsolved, very sad case of a 19-year-old co-ed who was murdered. Um, and I think, uh, if I'm remembering correctly, this happened in Ohio, if I'm remembering correctly, the police have the pers- the suspect's DNA, but they have not been able to find, to make a match, basically. Okay. So, you know, this could, this case could potentially be solved. The more people hear about it and learn about it, if, um, A, people hear about it, learn about it, and talk about it, and, you know, maybe more people get tested or, you know, um, end up you know, um, getting their DNA, what is it, uh, getting their DNA t- uh, tested for, um, what is it, the, the, I'm blanking on what it is exactly, but they, um, when people come in to get their DNA tested for, 
you know, crime scene. If more people do that, um, you know, maybe we can find out the relative of whoever did this or, you know, because that's how they got the Golden State Killer. So, you okay. know. Yep. Um, so if, if you know anything, do something, say something, help. Um, and then this week's episode, they, they covered the particularly sad case of um, the kidnapping of Ursula Herman in Bavaria, I want to say. Um, she was 10 years old. She was a 10-year-old uh, kidnapping victim. And um, the results of the situation ended up tragic. Um, it, it was a case that really baffled police because it was kind of unclear if the, I mean, spoiler alert, she, they find her dead. But mm-hmm. um, basically, they were unsure if the, the killer or the, the kidnapper intended to kill her or if it was an accident. So that's kind of the mystery of the case. Um, Is he alive still or not? The, the murderer? The murderer, I guess I want to say. Um, we do not know with that. Uh, they don't. They don't have any idea who it was or, or who the kidnappers were. Um, okay. They they have no clues. Or so that's actually not true. Um, they had some clues. They did arrest somebody uh, or like ask some questions, and then later on, ten years later, they arrested that same or like a bunch a while later they arrested that person again um, based on new evidence. So, like, they might have got the person, maybe. Okay. But it's not, like, definitively known. Okay. But you can listen to the episode and see what I mean and, like... Make up your own mind? Make up your mind about it, yeah. Okay. Um... And then, where am I? Okay. Lapato, last podcast on the left. Um, schizophrenics who killed 13 people to prevent uh, California from dropping into the ocean because he was schizophrenic and obviously severely mental Ill, mentally ill. Obviously. Um, yeah. So, um, they... Um, we're recording this before that episode, so um, you'll have to listen for the next time, to us the next time to see what we talk about with that and what they're talking about. Mm -hmm. Um, Or you can just follow them and listen to them, but, you know, that doesn't, that means you don't listen to us and, like, that's not as fun. Nope. You know. Mm -mm. You know. Um, Yeah. But anyway, I'll, I'll finish up with Wine and Time and Witch Murderer, which Wine and Time, they did thespian time, so like theater crimes, but around thespian actual thespian crimes. Oh my. Thespians, exactly. <laughs> that got me excited for some reason. It was just like, oh my, thespians. Okay. The thespians are coming. Oh, goody. Okay. I'm done. 
Um, and today's episode, which I didn't get to listen to, was Click Times. Um, but I will listen to it, and I'll let you know the next episode what that was about. I, um, I Well, you know what it's about. It's about clicks. But um, I'll let you know what specifically happens. Or again, you can listen to the episode itself, but that's less fun. Um, and finally, which murderer? Um, they cover, uh, I think it was Gemma covering the Edinburgh, um, unsolved murders. So, um, I forgot the exact cases, but they're, they happened in Edinburgh, um, they're unsolved and they were pretty, I remember they were, they were pretty brutal. So, um, yeah, and they, they only did, they they did two, actually, they did two, um, cases. I I was going to say they only did one, but they did do two, so ignore that. Um, Okay. Um, finally, my honorary mentions The Witch Wave, um, which is the Witch Wiccan podcast. Um, I haven't listened to it in a while, but the last one I did was about a um, a witch from Atlanta who uses singing to make like spells and like make make her own kind of magic, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Are these like actual um, people, or is this like a fictional podcast? This is an. This, these are actual people. Oh, okay, cool. Even better. Yeah. So, um, then Abe Lincoln's Top Hat, which is on the last podcast network. Um, it's with Ben Kissel and uh, Travis Morningstar, who I'm not that familiar with, but um, he seems cool, whatever. He, if he ever has a son, he should name him uh, Lucifer Morningstar. I just feel like that would work, you know? Yeah. And yeah. Uh, podcast they they lean they lean left. Um and they, they they just talk about whatever's politically going on. So I like to check it out every once in a while. Um it's pretty good. What's it called? Uh, Abe Lincoln's top hat. Gotcha. Yeah. Yep. And finally, this podcast will kill you, which I also haven't listened to in a while, but they have um, episodes on antibiotics, which are pretty interesting that I've been meaning to check out. So maybe I'll get around to that. Yeah, that sounds um, interesting. Yeah. And that's it for me. So I will pass it on to you. Alrighty. So I guess I'll take this time to formally dive into um, the surprise theme of my half of the episode, um, podcast-wise. Um, so the theme oh, is, uh, oh, you should be. It's a good one. Um, okay. So my theme for this week is Amy Schumer. So um, it started because I actually, I ended up watching, um, she has a new documentary series on HBO Max called Expecting Amy which details in um, sometimes TMI detail the um, her pregnancy with her first child. Mm-hmm. 
And um, it, I really enjoyed it a lot. It's great. They go into it. They use a lot of like home footage and stuff. I mean, like if you if you follow her on Instagram and you see like, you know, she posts pictures like when she was in the hospital and all that kind of stuff, like you kind of know what you're getting into. Right. You know, and um, it's cool because like they, we talk, they talk about her husband and like her family and um, all this other kind of stuff. Although um, I don't know how much you know about her pregnancy, but apparently it was a really rough one and she had suffered from a condition called hyperemesis, which gave her extreme nausea and vomiting like practically every day of her pregnancy, which really oh, sucked. Fun. Oh, yeah. And you get to see, there's a fair amount of vomit footage during the all the episodes. I mean, not like gratuitous, but like they do show you enough to kind of give you the gist of like what she was experiencing. Which right. like, and I mean, at times like my stomach hurt a little bit just watching it just because like, just the idea of it just makes me like, ugh, like I, that's like, like my worst nightmare for me. Like, I don't even know how she got through it. Like, I yeah. wouldn't, like, that's the kind of thing, like, I would not wish that on my worst enemy. That's how awful it sounded. Yeah, I'm not um, planning to have children. I'm not big on the idea of uh, being pregnant. I know. It's, oh, it's, it's, boy, then, um, I don't know. You might want to approach this um, with I, your I mean, I don't, mind, I, I don't mind watching other people be pregnant. Like, that's fine. Good for them. I just right. personally don't want to be pregnant. And, like, I'm not interested in anything that has to do with babies. So, like... Right. Maybe this isn't for me, but I also maybe, do like Amy Schumer. So maybe not, but it's like it's like it's also about like her life too. Like while she was pregnant, I mean, like I said, like they go into detail about like her husband. So um, I'm not sure if you knew about her husband, but um, apparently like he's on the he's autism. autistic, right? Yeah, he's she autistic. goes, and it's funny because part of the um this the documentary series goes into like her in production on her Netflix um special Growing, which I'm not sure if you ever saw that, but um. Uh, I didn't. I heard about it. No, it's really cool just because I actually went back and rewatched it after I saw the documentary series just because it gave me more of an appreciation for what she was going through like at the time that she was like producing it and like filming like she's very hands on with um, all her specials and stuff just from what I saw from the documentary but um, but yeah during that special she talks about how her husband is on the spectrum and they kind of go into more detail in expecting Amy about that and it's super cool just because and they make this point of how like all the the qualities that made him like on the spectrum were all the things that she loved about him because like he's very like he can't lie like he's very honest and and she says which is really sweet that like when he says that he loves her like she knows that he really means it oh which is super sweet. I got, I'm not, not going to lie. I got kind of mushy watching this, just, like, with all the love and stuff. And, like, you see, like, um, like what her <laughs> – I'm just laughing now just because um, I'm thinking about, like, she's going to have so much dirt on this kid when he grows up. I mean, like, she – like, spoiler <laughs> spoiler alert, they show the videotape of the actual birth. Like, oh, my God. Everything. So, so, yeah. I mean, like, it's not all about, like, the belly and all that, but, like um, – but, you know, it's about, like, and it's also funny, too, because I learned from this, from this, um, from the series that she has a podcast, which, did you know this? I did not, actually. Yeah, like, there's footage of her, like, recording with friends, and that kind of, um, Bungie jumps into, um, the next, um, into the podcasting, um, arena, where, um, she has a podcast, apparently, which, is, it's been going on for a while now, which I did not know about until I saw this, this documentary series. Yeah, I, I had no idea. Either. It's called Three Girls, One Keith. It's, 
it's on Spotify. Um, you can find it on Apple Podcasts, which is where I usually get all my podcasts. But um, you should do it on Spotify only because um, it's a Spotify original. And so they have more episodes and more access to like extended longer cuts of episodes and more material and that kind of stuff. Right. So let's see. She does it. She ha- does it with her friends, um, Bridget Everett, uh, Rachel Feinstein, and Keith Robinson. Okay, I know. Uh, I I know uh, Bridget Everett. Right, um, and so I got actually got a chance to listen to like the first like episode and a half just to kind of get the gist of like is this something I would want to listen to? And uh, spoiler alert, it is. Cool. It's a lot of fun actually because it's just it's very kind of casual like um them just like sitting around their microphones just kind of talking about like whatever topics they want to talk about like the first episode is about love. And so there's a fair amount of shenanigans, like kind of what we do sometimes, but also like they do actually have like good conversations on the show, which is really nice. That's good. But yeah, it's like, it's a big, super casual, very, very fun to listen to. And it's funny because they actually have segments on it. Like it's like a real show or, 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 you know, that kind of thing. But um, yeah, I got a chance to listen. They have a segment called Pound It or Pass. <laughs> which um, They present a um, usually female celebrity and um they decide, do we want to pound it or do you want to pass? And um, they discuss that. And um, let's see if this, um, if the format is like they do in the first episode. Um, so they talk about it. And then they had a segment about um, the rose and thorn of the day. So the rose would be like the best part of the day. And then the thorn would be like the worst part of the day. And I thought that was kind of cool. So I made a point of writing that down in my notes. Nice. Cool. So yeah, I had a super fun time watching and I'm definitely going to keep, keep on watching the show and i'll probably maybe even talk about it more on on this show if ever comes up cool it was cool because that was kind of the thing because like i found out about it through this um through this documentary series and then i actually rewatched um growing on netflix just because like she gets really it's super what's super cool about the series and the special is that she gets super honest about what it's like to be pregnant which i think is really important because like if you're going to go ahead and do it then you really should know like what you're going to be in for and I think yeah. it's a good job of showing you, like, okay, like, I mean, this is not, like, every pregnancy, obviously, but, like, you know, this is, like, the kind of the gist of it, like, you know, if you're going to be pregnant, like, you could expect, like, this to happen to your body, or, like, you're going to, you know, end up feeling like this or whatever, but, um, but, yeah, and, and she was, like, why do women have to, like, hide this about themselves? Why can't this be more out in the open? And I love how, like, she really wants to get all that kind of stuff out in the open. Yeah, it's important. Yeah, for sure. Um. Let's see. And the other major thing in terms of podcasts is um, I've been doing a little bit of catch up on, um, on Overdue on my book podcast. And um, let's see, I just, they just, um, usually with that show, which is cool is they have sometimes um, like a podcast within a podcast where they tackle like a large, sometimes usually classical work. So um, the last one that they did, um, they covered um, Dante's Inferno and um, like Paradiso and Purgatorio and like all those books. Um, excuse me cool and yeah. that series oh. that series was called um hell boys and they just wrapped that up and it's funny um i think the last one i was in the middle of listening to was they were talking about um dan brown's angels and demons which i believe ties into those the original dante um works um and it's funny they were announced their next um mini podcast within their podcast and it's it's funny it's, it's called genie babies and um <laughs> On that one, they're going to be talking about um, uh, Thousand and One Nights. You know that one? Uh, yeah, I think so. 
yeah so i thought that this it's, it's an adorable name right that's just like yeah um so they wrapped it up and oh my god they had this thing recently where um i don't know if this has ever happened to any podcast you listen to but they recently like changed their theme music which kind of blew my mind a little bit you know hmm, interesting like they had the same one for like years and years and years and then at one point they just randomly just started like what's this and like so it's like sometimes they'll change it for like one of their mini podcasts or whatever but like usually for the main one they've been have the same music over and over again I've, you've gotten used to it like i've been listening to them for years like and then like one time like they randomly decide oh like we're gonna switch it up and we're gonna do this instead i'm just like oh, but, but what what <laughs> what's going on but um but, you know it's fun i'm getting used to it it's just funny and um so yeah i've been listening to that um Cool. I believe I've covered everything I wanted to cover on my end. I'm just looking through my notes and just being like, yep, talked about that, talked about that. And um, yes, I believe I have. All right. Well, yeah. sounds like we're done because I've covered everything. Yeah, me too. All right. Well, thank you for listening, guys. Yeah. Um, you can check us out on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Um, we encourage you to join the, our Facebook so that we can, like, talk to you and you can talk to us. But you can message us on any, basically, uh, any of the social media platforms that we're on. Yep. Uh, go for it. Um, yeah. Uh, talk to us. Let us know what you're listening to and what you're consuming media-wise. Drop us some racks. You know me. I love a good rack. Yeah, please. Drop us a rack. And um, what was I going to say? What were you uh, going to say? Go forth and listen. Yes. Mostly. Our beloved pod people, which we're hoping that's catching on. Like it, we're kind of in a an echo chamber here because we're we're such a small little little podcast. We're just we're just getting our 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 baby legs up and we're learning how to walk and crawl and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk but, to um, us. Tell us your names. Yeah, please, please. I don't mean to sound aggressive. Sometimes I feel like I come off like please, but no, we, yeah, yeah. We just we mean it to be chill like please dude yeah yeah that's definitely the vibe i want to go for you know yeah all right so anyway we'll see you next time guys until then enjoy yourselves and hope you're listening and reading and enjoying good stuff and uh we will see you next time all right bye bye